All right, you guys. I am elated to introduce my friend, Grace. She's going to come and she's going to offer up the word of the Lord. Let me tell you a little bit about Grace. She's fiercely loving, unrelenting in passion, and fiery. Don't mistake the cute little smile upon her face. She'll burn you alive. She's also extraordinarily competitive. Don't compete against her. Word of the wise. <laughs> Come, friend. Will you guys just, just reach out? Let's all be a part of pulling. You know you have a job to do. When somebody comes and they offer up the word of the Lord, you have a job to do. If you want this to be great, it's on you. Pull. So right now, we begin to pull from grace all that you have planted, all that you have seeded inside of her father. We release the word of the Lord in her. And we offer thanksgiving. Because she exists in the first place. Amen. I feel like she said it all. I don't know why. <laughs> so brilliant. Um, hold on, I'm getting a drink of water. I love this place. I love this house. I love this room. And I love you guys. Uh, <clears throat> and so I'm just going to pray. Uh, Jesus, we just empty ourselves out. We empty ourselves out. We empty ourselves out. Our, our, our thoughts of what this should look like. We just lay it down. What do you want, Jesus? What do you want? So... We're just making ourselves available to you. We're making ourselves available to the work that you want to do. We invite healing. We invite renewal. We, we invite wisdom. We invite identity to be made apparent. We invite your fire, although revival is here. <laughs> oh, and thank you for being uncomfortable. Thank you that I'm uncomfortable. Thank you that I can just get over myself, right? Thank you that we can all just be uncomfortable and because it's just okay. It's just okay. Um, and so, yeah. Bless this time, God. Bless this time. Amen. Um, so this might be short, but make no mistake. What we, with the invitation to what we're going to step into today, it is just that. It is just an invitation for healing. It's just an invitation. Um, 
and really the reality of what this house has been experiencing is, is the discipline of the father, right? And really that's across the board. We're experiencing the, <laughs> the global move of almost the discipline of God. And understanding what God is doing right now, it's really, really, really quite a lot. And I find myself attempting to step with him and step with him and step with him and falling on my behind over and over and over. And so we get up, <laughs> we present ourselves to the work in presenting ourselves to the work what that looks like is to make his name known and to glorify him in all that we say and all that we do. And that's going to look different in every situation. We can ask God to use whatever situation we're in, whether it's with um, the, the, the clerk at Walmart, whether it is with uh, a friend over coffee, whether it's um, with our neighbor. We can, we can ask and we can listen. How do you want to be made known in this situation? And, and that's really what it's about. What do you want to do in this situation, God? A little bit about me real quick. I live in Topeka and I have two very, 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 very dear friends with me today. So honored. Um, and I, uh, work as a marriage family therapist. And so I have the privilege of just sitting with people. I sit with people. I sit with people and we listen and we heal and, and, and God does what God does. And it's quite brilliant. It's, it's quite brilliant. Um, and it's even in that office, even in that context, at the end of the day, nothing really matters, but making his name known and bringing him glory and inviting people to live out the fullness of what it is that he's called them to do. And the really cool part about this house is that you guys exist to steward a kingdom culture to enhance lives, revealed identity, and equip people to disciple the nations with the affirming love of God, with the affirming love of God. And so really, we're in a pretty brilliant place right there with that statement over us. So where I want to go today is to further press into the tender places we hold. Okay, this is where the invitation comes in, to press into the tender places that we hold, and this will require something of you. This will require something of you. So in the write-up that Angie sent me about this weekend were these five different areas of our lives that we're going to look at today, and we're going to invite the Father into, we're going to invite him to heal, and we're going to invite him to transform. Because layer by layer by layer, he's peeling everything back and exposing our rawness. And he's doing this whether we want him to or not. <laughs> and here's the deal. His discipline is actually our greatest comfort. She, Angie was talking about that before as she was reading through 
the Psalms, it's, it's his kindness, actually. The, the, his discipline is actually kindness. And our repentance is his strength. Our repentance. How low will you go? How low will you go? The lower we go, the more we invite his strength to come in us and indwell in us and the more access we have to his goodness. And so it takes someone very, 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 very strong to turn toward their stuff. Because we all have stuff. It takes someone very, very strong for someone to actually turn toward their stuff, to turn towards themselves, to it invite the Father to invade them, to heal them, and to be glorified in their weakness. Because I'm telling you, it is in our weakness that we are strong. Romans 12. Oh my gosh. This is the, this is the, this is my, I love this chapter because this is what we're going to do today. Romans 12, therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And then you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. For by grace, for by the grace given me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the faith God has distributed to each of each of you. For just as each of us has one body with many members, and these members do not all have the same function. So in Christ, we, though many, form one body, and each member belongs to all of the others. We have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. If your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. If it is serving, then serve. If it is teaching, then teach. If it is to encourage, then give encouragement. If it is giving, then give generously. If it is to lead, do it diligently. If it is to show mercy, do it cheerfully. So Paul is setting the stage right there. He's setting the stage for life right there. And now we're going to talk a little bit about love because love is a super weapon. It's the sneak attack. It's the thing that no one saw coming. Love. Love must be sincere. Hate what's evil. Cling to what is good. Be devoted to one another in love. Honor one another above yourselves. Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor serving the Lord. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer, and share with the Lord's people who are in need 
practice hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Mourn with those who mourn. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be proud, but be willing to associate with people of low position. Don't be conceited. He says, do not repay anyone evil for evil. Be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everyone. And if it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone, Dylan, even if they're from heritage. Do not take revenge, my dear friends. I love you. But leave room for God's wrath, for it is written, it is mine to avenge. I will repay, says the Lord. And on the contrary, if you're, I'm almost done, stay with me. If your enemy is hungry, feed them with this verse, I mean. If he's thirsty, give him something to drink. And doing this, you will heap burning coals on his head. Don't be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. And so this is what we're going to do. We're going to ask God right now what he desires your heart posture to be in this realm. How does he want to meet you in the tender places of your life? Because at the end of the day, we want to lay all these parts of who we are. Here's the invitation. Here's the invitation. Because at the end of the day, we're going to lay all these parts of who we are right here. Our very physical being right here on the altar. In our woundedness, in our trauma, in our brokenness, in our pain, they all belong here. Because with that act of laying our stuff down, we invite God to hold us in a new and different way. And so we're going to talk a little bit about woundedness first. Okay? You guys doing okay? You with me? You doing okay? Woundedness, are you ready to go there? Yeah. Woundedness. Isaiah 53, 5, but he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him. And by his wounds, we are healed. So what is our response to woundedness when we are wounded in this life? And we would be doofuses to say we're never wounded because we're wounded, right? We're wounded. To the experience of being about oh. it, it is anti-American <laughs> to tell someone when we're wounded in a way, right? I and mean, what do we do? We pull ourselves up, we we drive on, we just keep going, we keep on moving. Yes, 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 absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. And this is what we have to pay attention to, and this is why we need Holy Spirit so much. When something happens and we are wounded, if Zane were to come up here and punch me in the face, you wouldn't do that because you're my favorite, right? Yeah. 
And so if Zane were to come up here and punch me in the face, obviously I would be wounded. Okay. But then let's say, and I could like that, that kind of wound, I can really like do something with, cause I'd probably punch him. No, I wouldn't punch him. Well, maybe yeah, I would. Anyways. So that kind, there's that woundedness, right? But what about the woundedness we feel that's like, maybe it's not more, it's not overt. Maybe it's like silly woundedness from, um, like drama, right? Maybe it's woundedness from something our spouse says to us flippantly. Maybe it's woundedness from, uh, childhood. Okay. And so we, we have to pay attention and have this emotional intelligence in us and like allow yourself to feel that woundedness. And then, and then we respond to it. And we don't necessarily, we don't, we don't have to go down, down, down and spiral down deep into the woundedness. Actually, what the father wants us to do is we Romans 12 it, we present ourselves. We, we invite God into that place that's wounded. We invite God into the place that's wounded so it can heal because this is what can happen sometimes. If we won't step into the places of when we're wounded and it just stirs in us and it sits in us and pretty soon... It becomes a spirit of offense. And then that woundedness, because we didn't turn towards it, becomes offense. And then we operate from offense. And this thing goes in us. Right? And that's, that, that is not that that is in the day that will bring death that will bring death and we want to invite life and so we're going to do something with this woundedness okay if you're able i want you to shut your eyes and get relaxed a minute not you john you got to stay awake teasing just rest. Ah, oh, Jesus, here we are. Here we are. Here we are. Here we are. Rest in his presence. Invite him in. Invite him in. This is the part where you participate. I want you to scan your body. I want you to think about all of the ways. I want you to ask him, Jesus, will you show me where I'm wounded? Will you show me where I'm wounded? Will you give me insight? Will you give me insight into where I'm holding wounds? Can you see them? Now, I want you as... And worship earlier. And worship earlier. Robin was talking about how close he was to us. 
how close he is. And will you present yourself and present your wounds to him and ask him to come and draw near? And heal up those wounds. We were created to thrive. We were not created to walk on this earth bleeding everywhere. We do not have to live a life of woundedness. It takes vulnerability to press in. It takes strength to turn towards yourself. It takes courage to admit, oh, I'm wounded. I, I, I feel wounded. I don't have to pretend like I don't. I don't have to pretend like I don't. And invite God to reveal your wounds. Put your hand on your heart. 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 Ah, oh, Jesus. Here's our wounds. Here they are. Heal them up. In the name of Jesus, God, will you just heal up our wounds? Put your other hand on your head. Put your other hand on your head. Now we're going to talk about the spirit of offense. Jesus, we do not want to live from a place of offense. We do not want to live from a place of offense because of of wounds we haven't dealt with. Let not the spirit of offense take residence up in our bodies. Jesus, we just release any offense we hold, any offense we hold towards ourselves, towards others, towards you, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. It's not ours to carry. We just invite you into that. Amen, 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 amen. The other three words that were on that, uh, Right up. And you guys are free. You can, you can, you can keep your head, your hands on your heart. You can keep them on your head. Whatever you need to do, you're, you're so free. But I'm going to move on for just one hot minute. The other three words that were listed on, um, that write up that Angie shared on, on the website. So there was woundedness, there was trauma, there was broken, and there was hurting. And the last word was held. And what we're moving towards is being held. What we're moving towards is the invitation for Jesus to hold us because we've begun to lay our stuff out on the altar. Okay? So let's talk real quick about brokenness. 
and hurting and trauma. Brokenness is such a very real, real, real reminder of the world we live in, right? Because we can't help but see brokenness everywhere we turn, whether it's on the TV, whether it's social media, whether it's a conversation, there, there's whether, whether it's in our families, right? Our response to the brokenness and the pain and the trauma. What is our response? That's something we take into consideration. And then we also have to take into consideration our response to other people's brokenness, pain, and trauma. Okay? Because we know that it's tender to be in the presence of someone's pain. We know that it's tender to be in the presence of someone's pain. It's tender to be in the presence of our own pain. And the question that I would love to ask you all is, how is he inviting you to lay that down on the altar today? How is he inviting you to lay it down on the altar today? We can acknowledge all of our brokenness. We can acknowledge the trauma. We can acknowledge the pain. And we are wise in that we know he's given us a sound mind, right? Second Timothy, he's given us not a spirit of fear, but a power and love and a sound mind. And therefore, we do not have to operate in our brokenness or in our pain because that's really not what God's doing right now. The invitation for us is to step into it and allow him to use it. Okay, so let's talk about that for a minute. What does it look like? Uh, we can we can think about in the realm of trauma. We have spent years and years and years and years uh, learning about trauma, studying trauma, 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 right? And we know we have insight. Okay, what was meant to kill, still? and destroy flipped on its head is actually something quite brilliant that God can use. It is actually quite brilliant that something and is something that God can use because what was meant to kill and still and destroy us, Robin presented to the father. He will take and he will be glorified through. He can be glorified through our pain. And then when we allow him to be glorified through the pain, we have experienced his, there's nothing that will stop that from going forward because it's not from us. It's from him. It's, it's his story. It is his story. We are his. It is his story, and he can use that however he wants to if we have the insight and the ability 
to allow him to use it. And that is exactly what he's been doing in this season because we are presenting ourselves to him, presenting, 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 because he will have his way with us. He will have his way with us. And there's nothing we can do that will stop him from taking us to the place where he wants us to go. We may circle the mountain a few times. I don't know anything about that. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, the tender places that we have experienced in our life are are ripe, are ripe for him to be glorified through. So how does he want to hold you today? What is your response to him today? There's pain involved in discipline. There's pain involved to discipline. But what is it that he is after? In this season of your life. And what does it look like to present yourself to him? To be spilled out. Because at the end of the day, we all have to end up here. We all, we all have to end up at the at the altar. It's it's worth it. It's safe, you know. It's like I feel this I'm like come on grace now. <laughs> It's his kindness. We may not understand it because we know that God will offend our mind to reveal our hearts. God will offend our minds to reveal our hearts. And so we ask him to come and offend our minds and and give us the wisdom and the ability to get over ourselves and to come. And this is where we're going to land for a hot minute. If if you need a reminder of who he says you are, because sometimes we need to be reminded about who he says we are. I don't know about you, but I need I need that reminder. Do you ever need that reminder? Yeah, me too. Me too. Me too. I definitely need to be reminded of who he says I am. 
You're so much fun, Zane. Okay. So one of my assignments that I gave uh, somebody I was working with this week was, and this is a, this is an assignment for you. Okay, your homework for the week, so to say. I want you to write a letter from Jesus to yourself. What what do you hear God saying? And I'm sure that you all have probably done this before. But take a minute. And I want you to write a letter to yourself from God. What do you hear Jesus saying about you? What's he saying? What's he saying? And so that was the assignment for this one person I was working with this week. And she she came to my office and she's like, this is what I wrote. At the top, it says, my child, I know everything about you. I knew you even before you were conceived. I knit you together in your mother's womb. And you were not a mistake for all my days. For all your days are written in my book. And I'm not distant and I'm not angry but I am the complete expression of love and it is my desire to lavish my love on you simply because you are my child and I am your father. Every good gift that you receive comes from my hand. My plan for your future has always been filled with hope for you are my treasured possession. And when you are brokenhearted, I am close to you. And as a shepherd carries a lamb, I have carried you close to my heart. And one day I will wipe away every tear from your eye. And I'll take away all the pain you've suffered on this earth. And Jesus died so that you and I could be reconciled. She writes that his death was the ultimate expression of my love for you. And nothing will ever separate you from my love again. And I have always been father and will always be father. And come home and I'll throw the biggest party heaven has ever seen. Love, Jesus. And so the invitation to draw near to to draw near to God is right here. It's right here today. Because we offer ourselves as living sacrifices. It is in the discipline that we find comfort. And I want to just invite you all to take a minute and consider what it is that he's asking you to do. There's no pressure. There's just love. We're here. We're here to love you. We're here to minister to you. We're here to pray. So God, we're here. After these weeks of of learning 
and hearing and experiencing the discipline, the fear. We just step towards you. We step towards you, God. We step towards you, God. Amen.